So what's my future? You don't have one. I see you, but you can't see me. Halloween Horror Nights Orlando has mastered the art of the scare. We'll cover each year of this amazing event one by one, picking through the bones and uncovering its past. So join us now as we open another tomb inside the catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. Welcome to episode two of the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. We are going forward into 1992. I guess technically we're going backwards, but it's forward in events, backwards in time. And I did not think out that opening statement. That should come to no surprise. No surprise (laughs) to my co-host, Quint, who, as you heard, already commented. So, Hello, Quint. Thank you for joining me again. I'm looking forward to uncovering another year with you. We've only done one year, and every year so far has been exciting. Yes, 1992, and officially now called Halloween Horror Nights. And and interestingly enough, as far as advertising and the event guide, which is the, I always, I look at what they printed, what they handed out to people for this kind of answer. It is Halloween Horror Nights, not Halloween Horror Nights 2, which is what I have in my notes because it's the second year we're talking about it, but it is not. It is straight out Universal Studios Florida Halloween Horror Nights as an official title. Interesting. Yes. I, yeah, I would uh, kind of expect with this being a planned out to be a tradition, they'd start ado- adopting the, I don't know what you call it, the sequential numbers, I guess, regardless of the name change, but they didn't. Maybe they, maybe they weren't sure they were going to stick with the name. I don't know. I really don't know. It's pure speculation on my part. Yeah, and, it's, it's uh, interesting. And it, so is this the, the, the chainsaw with the pumpkin? Yes. Yep. Okay, cool. Yep. That is the, uh, I don't want to say, again, we're not in the icon era. That is the symbol for the marketing symbol for this year. They abandoned, not abandoned, but for marketing, they're not using the Universal Classic Monsters. This is what they're using. The yeah, this is, I think, is a real good uh, look at. This is a adult Halloween event. A chainsaw going through a what would typically be a something done with your family with children, jack o' lantern with blood spraying yeah, everywhere. Well, exactly. <laughs> well, pumpkin blood. So, but still, whatever. Yeah. But still, no. I mean, it, you look at the bottom of the thing and it's clearly it's a blood trail right yes yep yep and it was now here's this is a completely unconfirmed rumor but i'm bringing it up because i've read it more than once and heard it on other coverage about this event is the rumor is that the name change was due to a copyright issue with the 1985 movie fright night of the same name Oh, which I don't know. I don't even know. I didn't think to look who owns that. I'm guessing Universal must not if this is an issue. Uh, this movie has since been remade. I did not see the remake. I have seen the original, though. I remember it has the guy from Herman's Heads and a woman from Married with Children. Yeah, not seen either. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember what it's about at all. I think it's about vampires. I don't know. Someone will undoubtedly write and let me know. And I encourage that because I do not know. 
Here's the fucked up thing. As much as I love Halloween and as much as I love all the stuff that we do at Halloween Horror Nights, I really hate horror movies. (laughs) I I used to love, I I don't, that sounds like I don't love them. I love horror movies. I used to watch them all the time. I worked at a movie theater. I watched everything, but I always got excited about sci-fi and horror movies. Since I've been married, my wife does not like horror movies in any regard whatsoever. So that's kind of been taken out of my rotation of watching movies i very rarely if ever i don't think i ever see them in theaters i very rarely see them in my free time because there's so many other things i end up doing the only time i will sit and watch a particular title is when it's announced for halloween horror nights like when cabin in the woods was announced that year i finally sat down made the effort to watch it and i do that with every property they have that i've not seen i'll watch it so really the only way i watch horror movies is if it's featured at halloween horror nights I tried to watch Cabin in the Woods. I couldn't get through it. Oh, I loved it. I can't believe you couldn't get through that. It's Josh Whedon on top of everything else. I it was so boring. Oh yeah. well, oh, that's uh, I don't uh, maybe I uh. didn't get far enough, but it was just kind of like oh come on, I get it. I get you've set you're setting up the trope. I, I get it. Get to something fun. And it was like not getting there. I was like, oh. We will have this discussion when we get to that year. All right. <laughs> And I will, uh, honestly, by the time we get to that year, I will endeavor to have tried to watch it <laughs> <Okay>. again. <How's laughs> I'm not saying out? you have to watch it. I just will defend it. I, I, no, no. I will, I will try to okay, watch it again okay. so that I actually have something to, to say in my defense. Okay. Because right. at this point, I don't have anything other than I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, yeah. You might need to watch it again if we're going to have a, uh, any kind of discussion on it. That's true. Except for, you know, we could always have that same discussion we always have where I just tell you you're stupid and you try to defend that. And, you know, that goes on long enough. <laughs> That's true. Right. Uh, I've, I actually have mastered that technique now after all these years. <laughs> after all the years of knowing me. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so the event was held. It, they extended it by two days this year. It fell over two weekends. It was on October 23rd and 24th. Then the following weekend, the 29th, 30th, and 31st to incorporate Halloween and it ran from 6.30 to midnight. I found that interesting. That's a half hour later than the original. Yeah. Um, did they did they do enough extra this year that it just took them that much longer to convert the park? You know, there's there's going to be a... It's, uh, I'm going to use the Obi-Wan defense and say it's from a particular point of view. Because um, there's, there's okay. another house. There's two houses this year. So there's more cool. you have to set up. But as far as street atmosphere goes, yeah. not nearly what they had the year before so based on what i know i mean the houses don't really have any effect on the regular park running exactly yeah so that that doesn't seem to be a hmm, interesting not sure not really not sure why unless unless it ended up being a logistical thing the year learned from the year before that they couldn't get the people out in time i hadn't thought of that till now who knows yeah i mean it's and and you know by now they've refined it too. I was gonna say now, oh, Jesus. Now you I, can go, you can go to the park, and and I am not. I I am one hundred percent behind this, especially with the the price of admission for Halloween Horror Nights. You can go to the park any other time at Universal Studios, and the doors closed. You can linger up to an hour in the park, and you're not going to get much hassle. The, people are guiding everybody out. They kind of corral them, and it takes about roughly an hour. You could spend another. Yeah. Hour. You can't go on anything. We can spend another sure. hour there. Halloween Horror Nights, you are out at six. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are out. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> or, I mean, I sorry, remember, five at five. Yeah. yeah. I remember uh, the, this last year when we were trying to get to uh, um, the Lard Lads the of all places. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Because Islands of Adventure was open. I heard you talking about, yeah. Yeah. 
we uh, we were trying to get from from the the one part of Harry Potter headland to the other end of Harry Potter headland. <laughs> yeah, and you know we're on the train. And it's like everybody's on the train, and, and they're like cutting people off, saying out of the park, out of the park, yeah. out of the park. It's like oh, we just got in. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah, they're they're aggressive. Yep, and they need to be. I mean, you got people that are paying up to uh, uh, almost. Well, I think this year it is going to finally cross hundred dollars. But people are paying almost a hundred dollars a head if they got express passes. They paid a couple hundred, depending on the night. It, you can't make them wait for an excuse of no. that you didn't get people out of the park when you are advertising. You are starts. You start at six. So yeah. no, it's uh, and and honestly, it's totally worth it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's now, like uh, you know I. I am so happy that they do it that way because it's, it's so worth it. Yep. Oh yeah. I've, they, they got it down to the science and you don't miss a minute of it. You, you have the opportunity to experience it from beginning to end. You have, if you don't get that opportunity, it, you only have yourself to blame. It's not that far. Speaking of admission price, if you were already there and have a ticket for that day at the park, you can get a Halloween Horror Nights ticket for that night for 1295. If you didn't, if you're just coming to the event, Man, you had to save up and shell out twenty two ninety five. What? Twenty two ninety five. But it says come back and save up to twenty four dollars. That is uh where does it say that? Uh, now through December thirty first, you get a full day of fun behind the scenes of the world's largest studio for four dollars off admission for up to six people. Well there you go. Just four dollars. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Just prove you had survived our Halloween yeah. horror nights by showing off this good Wow. Yeah, four dollars a head. Yeah, four dollars a head for six people. Excellent. <laughs> wow. Man. I have to actually, you know, it's probably the same uh percentage that because you get a Coke can now and it says like twenty dollars off a ticket. That's for one person. It's like twenty bucks. That's a great deal. But like, oh wait a minute, that's probably <laughs> the same exact percentage it was when it was four dollars off in nineteen ninety two. Yep. Uh yeah, it's it's not cheap, but I, I still think it's worth it. Oh yeah, yeah. I've never complained about the price. No. Even with the, I mean, we go express pass. There's no other way to go. And I've never complained about that. So, so I've never complained about the price because I've never paid for a ticket or <laughs> express pass because that has always been compliments of you. And a, I appreciate that a ton. And B, I would not argue paying the price. Well, that's now turned into your Christmas present. I mean, it's, it's, exactly. you don't come it's, down for Christmas, but it's turned into your Christmas present. It's like, here, here's your, admission and then fast pass let's go have a blast and that's that's right. that's really better than any physical thing i could get you anyway at this point absolutely yep. it's like huh best early christmas ever <laughs> right yep every year <laughs> i'm gonna have to find halloween wrapping paper and actually wrap those tickets in a box next year and we'll have a i'll have a dead tree in the living room and i'll give you and dave your gifts but it should be Christmas wrapping paper. Oh, okay. With blood drizzled. Over oh, that's it. okay. I could do that. That's easy. Yeah. I mean, you tap your wife for the blood, right? Oh, oh, I was thinking red paint, but if you want blood, blood, oh, I, there's all kinds of sources I, I would be willing to use. Be your wife. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It doesn't even have to be my wife. I take it to work and trust me, it would be blood Whoa. covered by the time oh, I got yeah. back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, still no scare zones. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, did they continue the the um, the sideshows? For the most part, as far as advertising the event guide, there really is no sideshow performers, though there are two really big street shows again. So there's probably, again, not being there stinks just in many levels. One that I wasn't there, and two, I can't give an accurate first-hand report. 
Uh, these events lend themselves to having an atmosphere, so you could consider that a scare zone, but not still not an official scare zone and not the sideshows of the year well, We're before. talking 1992, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I'm looking at some of these maps, and you're right. They're, they're, they're kind of dressing up a lot of what they've got into something fun for, for Halloween. Right. Yep. You know? Um, that, oh, there are, there are, that this is something they introduced. This comes and goes in the first uh, few years. I'm not sure how many years haunted attractions. They, they come and go. I don't think they ever caught on as well as they wanted. And yeah. this was a year for haunted attractions as I think in lieu of the sideshows and whatnot. Yeah. And we'll talk about that. And actually real shortly here, let me finish up the list of events. Sure. There's not much left. Two houses. We doubled the number of houses, which is not hard to do when you start with one. And uh, first house is the return of the dragon, uh, dragon, the return of the Dungeon of Terror, again in the Jaws Q line, and the addition of their first licensed property. They used Wes Craven's film, uh, their 19, his 1991 film, The People Under the Stairs, as a subject of a house, and used one of their sound stages, which we are real familiar with in terms of going through haunted houses at Halloween Horror Nights. Interesting. Um, the subject? No. Um, oh, okay. I'm, 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 so I've pulled up like the park memorabilia stuff for, for 92, mm-hmm. and I'm not seeing any of this on their, their stuff. And I think I'm looking at the wrong stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 92, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm seeing Maze of Maniacs, Nightmare Alley, Penn and Teller. Oh, that's not 92. Can't be. No, that's, uh, I don't know which one you're talking about. Yeah, it's weird, but it's on the same thing as that save $24. <laughs> okay. What site is it, out of curiosity? Uh, it's Google Images. Oh, I see. Oh, well, that could be. But it's yeah. it's all tagged Halloween Horror Nights. I know, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. I've run into this trouble. Really ran into this trouble with like the first ten years of this. Okay. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. It's almost like someone does a and it, and not that, that they did it wrong. It's like someone has a page of the entire run of the history and it somehow sure. picks up the year in your search. Yep. Gotcha. I know what you're talking about. Okay. So yeah, but for this year two houses, Dungeons of Terror. Dungeon of Terror. People under the stairs. And I actually saw people under the stairs and I, shit as I am to say, I'm not sorry. I missed this licensed property house, although I would have loved to seen it, but it's not one of those ones where I would go, Oh, I missed that. Yeah, not one I, of my I favorite I movies. Missed it. Best review I saw while re- researching this was about this movie was under a hard digest blog and that the, uh, Subject of the blog post was the people under the stairs, the movie where Ving Rames doesn't kick anyone's ass. Sad day. <laughs> so yeah, right. that, not my fair. I still would have loved to seen it, but yeah, it's, there's, there, there's some properties coming up here that I'm mad. I didn't see. This is not one of them. So honestly, like, you know, when you, when you think about it this way, it's like, really, I would have loved to see it just because, Oh my God, it's, the retro factor at this point would would be cool for me, but even then, it was like ah, it's a Halloween party that you will never experience again. Yeah, I know, I know, and I, you know, I say uh, this is. It's, I actually have mixed 
feelings on this house. I don't, the property part, I don't care. Uh, by a lot of reports, this was one of the most intense houses they've not only made in the early days, but still ever made for Halloween Horror Nights, apparently, the way people regard it. I don't know. Really? I haven't seen video, and I don't have a detailed accounting of room for room like some of the other houses I have. I wish I had, but people talk about this like this was one of the most intense houses they've ever done. Huh. And in the details that they do provide, apparently this is one of the most glorious ones in history. There are behead staged beheadings, much like I, I envisioned. I don't know if this is true or not. The, the Alice Cooper beheading from like the seventies, which and, is and which, which, which house is this? Uh, this is people under the stairs. Really? Yeah. Uh, there was a room with a disembodiment where they were pulling pieces of flesh out of, I mean, again, stage out of, out of the body and throwing them into the air. And you could get, uh, and apparently this is all covered in water so that when they threw them, you would get splashed by, you would think blood because you're visually seeing blood, although it was all soaked in water. Uh, and apart from this maze was built with a lot of set pieces from the movie, that's all the notes I have on this house, which is unfortunate. I wish I had more. I wish there was, even if there was a video that wasn't clear, just being able to hear what is going on and the stuff that is spotlighted, you could extrapolate a pretty decent approximation of what this house was. I haven't found one. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I just haven't found it. And, or maybe it's not online. So if someone does have that or has an accounting of it again, whenever you have something to add to the show, please do. Cause I'd love to know more about this regardless this, of the property. This sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like eh, people under the stairs was just, just okay. But right. you know, it sounds like they took it up like into the, they took it up a few notches. It right? sounds like, cause I don't remember any of so, this de- details from the movie. It sounds like they got the name and probably based some of the rooms after it, but then sure. took some real artistic freedoms from there. So a side question, mm-hmm. um, where did the rat lady show up in this year? I believe I don't, let's see if I have noted where she is. I think she was a s- on the street. Like we've seen her. Okay. Oh, I do. I have a whole section on the rat lady. I didn't realize awesome. I had that. Okay. <laughs> so I'd have that. I did a, I searched rat lady in my notes and bingo, it's even underlined. So we, yeah. Okay. I do have notes on that. All right. Um, so, 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 oh, there's a rat lady manual online. <laughs> Dungeon of terror. I do want to note was largely the same, but with a little more safety precautions that they learned they had to do, particularly no account of the clo- the walls closing in on you and none of the door shutting in your face. It's like, damn. And no rat lady in the floor, I'm guessing, because she's somewhere else. But as far as the theme of it and uh, some of the other major elements, sounds like they're all still there. Again, wasn't there. Yeah, like I, I just want to go back in time and just start like doing these things. Like, like okay, once I'm done ninety ninety, <laughs> I want to do or ninety one. I want to do ninety two. I want to do. I know, right? <laughs> and just like, just like basically do like like a week's worth of back in time vacation, doing nothing but Halloween. Oh, that that would be awesome, right? And just getting as drunk as we do and doing a whole fucking thing, right? And it's just like going forward and forward and forward. Uh, I think that would be just take a three-week vacation here's another it. here's another advantage of of express pass that people don't consider and i'm going to share this detail that we've learned over the years well over the years here's something you don't consider 
with Express Pass. Express Pass, you keep moving. You rarely stop, which means you are always in motion. Which means Absolutely. which means you are burning off alcohol faster than when you're standing in line. Which means mm. you can drink more and you'll remember more when you go home. I wouldn't go as far as that last statement. Well, but, if you're the designated driver like me, but but oh, you, yeah. well, let's say sure. all right, maybe not to remember, but you can burn you'll burn it off more and you can enjoy more. Right, and you can drink more, that's which is universal more. That's my irresponsible tip of the episode. Absolutely. I can say that. I'm allowed to say these things because I'm the designated driver. I make sure everyone gets home safe and does these things. Do as I say. Don't do as I do. Oh, and I'm that's, the one I'm that a just horrible gets, example. <laughs> I'm the example you should follow. I get <laughs> right. fucking hammered every this year. This is true. <laughs> oh, man. By the time we're done there, it's like I've been slamming this. But... You're absolutely right. There's two things that happen when I get hammered at Halloween Horror Nights. And we can start getting into this now because, well, A, I'm drinking energy drinks mixed with vodka. And this is the only time of the year that I do this because it's, I I don't know, I call it jungle juice because they make this this really good concoction of, they call it some years a dead walker for for whatever. And some years they call it, you know, uh, zombie blood and whatever. They call it this something different every year but yeah. it's always yeah. basically the same thing it's energy drink and vodka it's usually the, always, the fruit juice mixer is the only thing that changes right and we always get it with the extra shot of vodka because you know it's i i love what they do they they give you booze but they understand there's a lot of kids there and they, you know a lot of the 21 year olds don't hold their alcohol so well yeah. you don't want puke all over these houses right so they're kind of undercutting you. So we pay for the extra booze just so that we actually get a bit of a buzz on because my liver can hold <laughs> way too much TMI. Not right. that not that we haven't praised how Universal hands, handles this enough, but you brought up another subject we have not brought up yet in our other episodes. My wife has worked this event several years in her early days at Universal and has come home with nightmares. In fact, she comes home with night. She still is involved every year in one fashion or another, but not necessarily has to be on property at night. She comes home with the horror stories of people drinking, and they're usually of the younger crowd, not yeah. judging, just saying that's how it happens. Yeah, I what? I have never seen anything on the level she's described, so they managed to get them out of the public quickly and take care of it. For, oh, we, and we've I, actually witnessed some of this stuff with the cops that, that yes, are doing we have stuff seen, on the side. Yeah, and, that and, we've seen several honestly, times, but we haven't seen what they did to get there. No, and we haven't seen it in a house. We've yeah. seen it outside of the house yep. while we're hanging out in line, but we've never seen any of this stuff inside the house. And we know that they've happened because we've seen them like right after we get out of the house and stuff. Yeah. But, but, um, they are masters of just like, I'm sorry, you're done. Get yeah. out. And then yep. the, the cleaning factor alone you're right. that has to be happening in some of these, I'm sure there's vomit things going on, whatever the cleaning factor alone that has to be happening where they just clean this shit up, get everything going, keep the lines moving, whatever is phenomenal. Well, and again, it, the, the staff at all these events are fantastic. We, here's a perfect uh, juxtaposition for that statement. You and I went to great America a few months ago. We, we were loaded up and ready to go on the one roller coaster that, which used to be top gun. I don't know what it's called now. And we had to get off because someone, puked on the ride before that took like a half right. hour to clean up we have never stopped in a haunted house and there and no. there's no way that no one has ever puked as many times as we've gone oh, but God, they, no. they managed to when they i guess they'd stop it clean it up and take care of it faster so fast that we don't notice any unusually long waiting nothing 
Yep. Nothing, right? Like, um, I think, you know, granted, you know, a ride like Top Gun or uh, what is it called now, Flight Deck, um, a, a ride like Flight Deck is a little more complex. You've got to, you know, make sure that all the, the things are cleaned up and blah, blah, blah. And there's the, the moving platforms and all that stuff. So there's there's a bunch of stuff that you got to make sure it's cleaned up. But that you're right. That took a long time. Yeah. It's going to half an hour. In these haunted houses, you've got this corridor of where you're walking. <laughs> so you know where to clean up. But there's still enough stuff going on that, you know, you've got actors involved you've got the and and what i'm saying actors we're talking about massive statues we're talking yeah. about you know animatronics and actors melded together almost like cyborgs in some yeah. cases like like this is really complex stuff and you know that somebody's vomited all over one of these and they've just got these guys cleaned up and got them going again and the lines don't stop yeah yeah so i yeah, I have a tremendous amount of respect for everybody that works at these events, all the way back into 91. I don't know how this particular episode turned into the drink till you puke episode, but uh, eh, well, <laughs> moving on. Drink up, yo-ho. <laughs> yeah. uh, shows. Now, we have some street shows as well as the Bill and Ted. I don't know where I don't the, as far as the details of the houses go. You know, without rehashing every detail I know of, of uh, Dungeons. So of there Terror, is a Bill and Ted got. this year. There is a Bill and Ted this year. Oh, I didn't ah, mention that before. You didn't. This ah, is the first crap. we're well, hearing about. Man, I really see that's that's what happens when we go off. Okay, street shows. We got street shows. We got a Thunderdome again, uh, largely the same as last year. We've got Robosaurus. If you know what that is, yeah. that still exists. Robosaurus was part of the event, and we have Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted's excellent halloween adventure yes and this will suck to hear for you and i bill and ted's bogus journey was released that year that's why they're so prominent <sighs> fuck uh-huh <laughs> yeah. that was a second one <laughs> yes Damn. it was yep oh not that it matters if it was the first or second they're both pretty old <sighs> which means we're pretty old way old <laughs> And this is also the first appearance of the haunted attractions, which we mentioned a little bit earlier. So, really, details to get into are about the shows. This episode, this show, this this episode is going to be very show heavy. So we'll just get into it. Yes, let's do it. Uh, Thunderdome. I'll, I'll start with that same as as before. Uh, have a little more details here. We have the uh, the attendees had to swear an oath before entering this year, and the uh -huh. oath this year was I. Your name, which of course everybody says your name to be funny, swear the eternal allegiance to Universal Studios and the living spirit of Halloween, and then from there they find their sacrifice and do the whole cage disappearing thing that we talked about awesome. earlier. So uh, now, so Pendragons. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That's why I guess I did not have that in my list, but Pendragons performed again. I haven't seen their show, but I think it's just a variation of what I have seen in the past. I haven't seen their show at you cool. know at Halloween Hard Nights, I should say. Yeah. Robosaurus. You know yeah. what Robosaurus is. I know what Robosaurus is. But for those who don't know, Robosaurus oh, yeah. is a 30 ton semi trailer that transforms into a 40 foot tall fire breathing dinosaur that lifts cars off the ground and bites them in half. Robosaurus. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, the only reason I know Robosaurus is because I grew up in Redneckville and he was at every tractor pull. Oh, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. That they, seems they, like a perfect place for him to appear. 
Oh yeah, they marketed them heavily. Well, not at Tractable. Well, initially at Tractables, but also at like the um, uh, the monster truck events. Yes, that's actually yeah. what I was thinking when you said tractor pulls, but I guess they're two different things. I don't oh, know. Yeah, tractor pulls are way better. <laughs> oh, Ooh, well, then that's good to know. <laughs> Have you ever seen a blower on a tractor? <laughs> no, but uh, do you want to? I was going to say it sounds like a Mad Max element. It really kind of is a really slow <laughs> Mad, Mad Max, Max element. Okay, it's about how much you can tow. Okay, anyway. Derailing us derailing. from Robosaurus. Robosaurus this, this was turned into a, a street show. They made a, a, a bit of a, a show out of it. The street show, and it was real basic, super basic. This is down the New York street section, which uh, you are yeah. familiar. This this is the same as it is today, largely. Mm-hmm. Uh, some very few facade changes. And the, the idea is that this Robosaurus creature is on the loose. They send out the police and the uh, maybe some military. I don't quite remember. I've seen video of it, but definitely police out there. They start a shootout with them. And how it all, and he's breathing fire the whole time. And t- the finale, of course, is he picks up one of the cars from the streets, bites it at half, and, and drops it to the ground. And then the lights yeah. go out and the show's over. So he basically won. Very simple street show, but it looked pretty freaking awesome. Oh, Robosaurus looked awesome back then. It would look awesome right now. They could put that in the middle of this and it would still, it would look a little dated, but it would yeah. still look cool. Yeah. Oh, then, I mean, yeah, I mean, it does. I look at it now for sure. The video, it's like, you could tell it's a nineties mm-hmm. thing, but it still is pretty cool. And probably was really neat to see live. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, uh, they, so what was this tramway of, Doom. Tramway of Doom. That was one of their, what do you call it? The uh, haunted attractions. It was King Kong, but they did, oh. but they did a Dark Man theming of it. So there are some Dark Man elements along the way that weren't normally there throughout the year. Okay, cool. So they had some other haunted attractions. We'll do the haunted attractions now. What the hell? So we had Tramway of oh, Doom. Sorry, I I just saw the the I. No, it's cool. No, no Go problem. Ahead. It's a good segue. It's a good segue. Tremor of Doom, that was the retheming of, of King Kong for this event. There was the uh, Alien Forest, which was the E.T. Adventure. And instead of it being aliens, you were led to believe it was a bunch of demons and goblins from another world. Although they happened to all look like E.T. when E.T. you finally came across them. Uh, there, there was the voice of the unknown which was the halloween name for back to the future and uh, while that ride was all the same the queuing was different and it was about and it was filled with uh mad scientist characters that pretty much terrorized you while you're waiting to get in line in fact i don't from all accounts doesn't even sound like you saw the pre-show that you would normally see of doc brown overhead until you got into the safety video so that would be kind of cool. That would actually. be fun. That would be you fun. Know, I think that that's one. So one of the things that I like about Halloween is how much the that comedy and and horror can really interact yeah, right? with each other. <laughs> I think that would be a really good combination of it. Uh, the last rethemed ride for the event was called Terror Underground, and that was the renaming of Earthquake, the original version of Disaster, the Charlton Heston version, and the biggest change of that was that the water that flooded in the finale apparently was tinted red. Oh, really? Which would probably look pretty cool. Maybe the lights were tinted as well. I'm not sure. Again, no video of that. But uh so that was a that's a element like I said that comes and goes. We'll talk about it and then finally just kind of goes and they're just rides. They don't bother 
changing the rides because by the time you get to the main feature at any universal ride you can't change it it's yeah. it is what it is so yeah. I, I mean i i absolutely understand the effort i see where they're going with it but like i said you're yeah. you're stuck with the end finale no matter what it is basically exactly so robosaurus uh there was a carnival of horror which was the name for the costume contest this year which was also uh, a one night only deal so the costume contest is this like uh participant like like uh, uh, uh people who are there like customer costume contests yes okay so they were allowing people to go in costume at this point well this was a finale of these are the finalists from smaller costume contests and they were brought no they weren't coming to the park they were brought in through another part of the park like in the first one and then uh, on the contest so they didn't they were already finalists judged from other events okay yeah. so so they still they weren't allowing people to come in dressed up right okay I, that's that was the confusion i had for that part yeah i got gotcha. you because right now you you absolutely cannot yep. enter and you couldn't then you cost you yeah okay yeah yep. that makes sense yes beetlejuice this is uh they had beetlejuice's graveyard review at this point now which was what we have now i think that's still its name but the show changes and it was the same as the day show uh the gory and gruesome grotesque car makeup show which is the same as the day show then they had this was uh this was a this was a a new thing for this year there was a ronnie new review featuring ronnie g and special guest joe savage the mad man of rock and roll so this was a live music performance and with it's a dancing ghouls so i'm guessing girls another pun in a sense damn did they ever have guar no <laughs> how cool would that been yeah right <laughs> oh yeah like oh shit that would be awesome right yeah it wasn't uh yeah this uh, uh, not an addition of live music but a different band i should say that's a better yeah. way to say it but they did have a sp- this i would have loved to see not that i'm a huge fan of him or really know anything about him but this would have been so cool to see him. They had a special guest for the last weekend, the Halloween weekend, 29th, 30th, and, f- and 31st, and it was Wolfman Jack. Oh, my God. I see this now. And he's at Mel's Drive-In. Yep. Yep. That, oh that 50s God. cafe. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, would have loved to see him. Oh, so awesome. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that's something that we, we will never see. I mean, no, he that, passed that, away yeah, quite a few exactly. years ago. Yeah, it did, unfortunately. I mean, I don't know a lot about him. I know who he is. I, I think he's got a cool look, and, and you know, the voice is cool. And just seeing him in this setting would have probably made me an even a, a fan of his. Just knowing that he was at this makes me a, a fan of his to some regard. And, and the Wolfman Jack's voice is like, it's legendary. Yeah. Right? It's, it's just like, it's a signature voice. You hear it in your, in your, you hear it anywhere, and it's like, that's the Wolfman, right? Like, uh, that's cool. Yeah, this is this is the thing I missed most of that year. I mean, as we're learning here, I mean, that, that damn that. As much as I shit and, on the people under the stairs house when we opened this, I'm starting to rethink that. I kind of wish well, I'd seen that now. You know, and, and you know, you start seeing like we're only second episode in, and already the lineup of stuff that they're doing is long, right? And it, the first year was. It wasn't that long, and the previous thing in in Hollywood was very tiny, and now it's like they're just they're repurposing everything and anything they can to good or bad. Yep. Um, but as it is today, 
they don't really repurpose anything. The rides that are open are not rebranded. They're rides. Right. You can go to the rides. They're part of the part of the experience. You can have your fun at the rides. They're not rebranded. They're not redone. Everything that you do now when you go to Halloween Horror Nights is a brand new experience. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I will. You're you're right. Oh, go ahead. I won't let you finish before I chime in. And it's fantastic, and it's just fun for me to see the evolution. Right, like to to grab. Uh, Back to the Future, for example, and just kind of like twist that whole thing into something you can market for Halloween Horror Nights. It's kind of cool, yeah. and it's it's it, it, to me it shows innovation and it shows like they're thinking about how do we expand this, right? But when you look at it in retrospect of what they're doing now, it's like, oh my god, that's just so passe and so <laughs> like blase, even that. Why would you think to do well? It's the beginning, right? It's like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, we have a way, what we're comparing it to is just not even fair to an extent. I mean, this, it's not, but if you look at, yeah. And I think you were saying this, if you, at one point, if you look at this compared to the year before, I mean, this is, they have some things that are better and it just keeps getting better. It's just, yeah. The evolution is fantastic. Absolutely. And, and, you know, uh, I just, uh, I think my main point was not that, what we have now is so much better. My main point is that even back then they were using every element yeah. they could of the existing park to do whatever they could to, to just delight people for Halloween, which it's cool. Yeah. Now, as far as, and this is not what you meant, but you made me think of this as far as not reusing anything or recycling anything, you as we learn in the show and the more you go, you're going to see how many things they actually do reuse, but in such a well done way that it doesn't seem reused. And I'm talking props. I'm not talking about ideas. I'm sure they do. Yeah. And that's, that's totally cool. And- like, you know, I'm, I'm certain that in 92 and 91 and 95, even their budgets are not going to right. be what we've got now. But the cool thing about some of the reuse of things is that if it is so iconic to someone that is a big, huge, a uh, huge Har- Halloween Horror Nights fan, oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes they'll add something to it that harkens to what it origin was as a little wink and nod to the Uber fans. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's, that's really cool. And I mean, that's just so, I mean, that's just. That the guys who are doing this are not only doing this year after year, but they're passing on some stuff to the newbies who are coming in and and, and doing stuff that are homages to the guys who are have done stuff in the past and just keeping this whole fun environment going the whole time. Yes. Yeah. True. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, I do. it's just yeah. it, it's you know you, you know that it's not everybody that was in the first one that's in the and the the ones today, but they're all doing this stuff and they love it. It gets passed on as a labor of love rather than a, this is a job we've got to do. We got to do something new. It's no, it's, it's this creative labor of love, which is fun. Yes. Oh yeah. I mean, I can't imagine how much fun it is to work on this. Maybe one day I'll know. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? Anyway, okay. Um, now speaking, actually, that was we had a very uh, well planned yet un or uh, what should I say, well placed but unplanned 
a uh, segue here. Speaking of reusing things, here's my bit on the Rat Lady. <sighs> now, best I can tell, for uh, from all accounts, the Rat Lady was part of the Dungeon of Terror, but not under the floor this time. This time she was in a room. Okay. Now, the Rat Lady, as we know, unless you happen to be tuning into this episode first and not familiar with Halloween Horror Nights, the Rat Lady was part of the original Fright Nights and part of the single house, the Dungeon of Terror house. And it was, uh, from what I can tell, the most talk about, talked about piece in this house. So she had to be brought back. But though in a safer manner, I'm sure. Because now they're probably <laughs> expecting twice. They're having twice the amount of days. They're probably expecting twice the amount of traffic, foot traffic. Yeah. And you have to keep not only the guests safe, but well, her first and foremost is where I was going with that. But uh, let me change <laughs> let me change the order there. She has to be kept safe. And yes. so did the guest, of course. Yes, so, and, and the rats. Right. Yeah, and the rats. Oh, yeah. I uh, didn't mean to not say they should be safe, but yeah. Well, you know, we don't want PETA fucking bitching at us, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so now, as far as the rat lady, they ran a newspaper ad to find a rat lady or several rat ladies because they rotate. You can't keep a woman locked in a box for that many hours. I've learned that firsthand. Really? <laughs> right. Yeah. I was waiting to see what I wasn't sure what you were going to say to that. Huh, because, I mean, all I do is pipe in extra air. Okay. <laughs> so so they ran a newspaper ad in the Orlando, Orlando Sentinel. And again, this just astounds me. The ad ran October 11th. October 11th. They're just casting. And when did your wife reply? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and there's no way in hell she would ever do this part. She doesn't even like visiting the rat lady. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I, I say this because I know that how your your wife goes through the Halloween horror houses, and that's basically with her face buried in your back, pushing you through as fast as she can. Yeah, exactly. That is how she goes through. So, okay, the ad. So the ad in October 11th, 1992, it read, Wanted. Person to share a small dark coffin with 100 live rats. Evening hours. No experience necessary. Must not have ir- irrational fears of being buried alive, confinement, or all over body contact with crawling rodents. <laughs> High pitched scream is desirable. <laughs> That's fucking the best ad I've ever heard. It is, isn't it? And the ad it requested a written response to a P.O. box. Uh, it, but the, I mean, the, the fact that the, the written response is, is not necessarily important. What's important is that this ended up being a marketing moment that they could not have planned or paid for any better. Oh, my God. Yep. That is so awesome. And, and, and the whole. Ah, I just. Ah, that's great. That is absolutely great. Yep. So now they actually latched on to the popularity of the rat lady and the popularity, the buzz that this caused this ad alone caused and use this as the center of their press release this year. And this year, the the press release was a picture of the rat lady in the coffin with rats. And it said universal Florida's original rat lady and current rat wrangler prepares for Halloween horror night scheduled for October 23rd, 24th, 29th, 30th and 31st part of the dungeon of terror haunted house. The rat lady shares a small dark coffin with a hundred live rats. A recent classified advertisement for this unusual, unusual position resulted in more than 120 written responses in two days. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Ugh. 
Ay, ay, ay. And, and just like the whole, I, I mean, I, I'm surprised they didn't ask for like a therapist note. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> must show, must, same, must show a therapist note uh, that you are okay with rodents and claustrophobia and blah, 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 blah. Going into the last bit of detail I have, and it's pretty big, but it's also pretty significant because it is the first Bill and Ted's excellent Halloween adventure. Absolutely. And this has become, for me, it's become kind of a highlight. Um, I know I've been in some of the worst years of the Bill and Ted's thing, but uh, actually, why don't you go into what it is first? Okay. Uh, well, this one is, there is, uh, usually it's a parody of pop culture i mean they pretty much rip on the most popular things of the year right this first one not so much it's more of a uh self-referential thing for universal but you can certainly see where this goes into oh, okay. what we're used to okay well then maybe we'll talk about that later okay so all right first and foremost it takes place at what was the time the wild wild west i guess it's three wilds wild 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 west stunt show arena which is now fear factor and they for this first show didn't change it at all whatsoever in fact they used it as part of their storyline so what they did was that bill and ted's time traveling phone booth would take took them back to the old west right which um Back to the Future hadn't done yet. Right. Yes, that's true. <laughs> well, had they? When did, of course when did they had. Out? Oh, they had. Oh, okay. I thought you were. Oh. No, I was being a dick. Oh, okay. Then. I should have guessed. Mm. No, no, no. So, no, it started. It actually starts out. The show starts out with a gunfight between the town sheriff and a bank robber. And then that gunfight is interrupted by the appearance of the phone booth. Got it. When they come out, they were what they were intending to do was go back in time to their neighborhood over and over again to keep trick or treating. Their first would stake out what houses <laughs> gave out the crappy stuff like apples and toothbrushes, and then go back to the only the good houses over and over and over again. Got it. Yeah. So, but somewhere along the line, they missed out and ended up back in time to the old west. Once they before they even really realized where they were the bank robber jumped inside the phone booth and headed into the future to bring back a posse of bad guys to help him take over the town and who was this posse of bad guys well we will get to that i think is later in my okay. notes because as we're waiting for them to return bill pulls out the phone that rufus had given him to call back the phone and he dials well uh, he misdialed again because instead of the phone booth the time uh, the uh, time traveling DeLorean arrives <laughs> Okay, with Dr. Emmett Brown. So here we go. First real pop culture reference is with inside Universal Studios itself. Mm -hmm. So Doc Brown helps out, says they need to bring back the bank robber. Of course, I'm sure I don't have this note, but Doc Brown is always worried about the space time continuum. I'm sure the argument was made in there somewhere in changing history. Must be. Right. But Bill and Ted have a better idea. At least what they consider a better idea. They want to go <laughs> back in time and bring back famous musicians so that they can form the ultimate version of their band Wild Stallions instead. Of course. Well, so, why wouldn't you? Right. So they actually follow 
Doc Brown's advice to an extent, and they call back the phone booth to dial the number correctly this time. The phone booth arrives, and the bank robber returns, but it's a little late because he does have a gang of villains, and they include Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, and the Terminator. <laughs> All properties of Universal Studios. Actually, no. No? Actually, none of them are. Really? Freddy and Jason are New Line. Terminator, I don't know who owns that, but they do have a license to the ride. I think at this point, the ride... Wasn't the ride there by then? It was. If it's not yet, it's in process. It might not be open until the following year. Or, okay. I'm not sure exactly. Well, I should know this. You know, I did a did an episode of Attraction Obsession on this, but I forget the years. But I'm going to check real quick because now I'm, now I'm curious. Oh, I, I just assumed that it was like all stuff that, because those are all rides that had been in Universal. Well, no, the Freddy and Jason stuff. Not oh. necessarily. Um, oh, wait. No, hell, it didn't open until, oh, that's the wrong year. It didn't open until 96. So Terminator, wait a minute. When Jeez. did Terminator 2 come out? It had to be out by 92, hadn't it? Mm. No, 91. Okay. So it had yeah. been out. So it was fresh, and the, that's where the origin is the film, which is, that makes sense now. Okay. Uh, gotcha. Yep. I don't know if that's what I assumed when I wrote the note, but your questions made me think of that. So, so well, that's why you have me. That's right. That's the whole point of this show. I do can only do so much fact research, and I need someone else to ask me questions I hadn't considered. And abuse you. Yeah, well, that I can get anywhere. <laughs> Mostly at home. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, okay, bad guys. We got the bank robber, Freddy Krueger, Terminator, Jason Voorhees. They chase around the heroes like we see leading to almost every finale. Uh show contains far less stunts and music and dancing than we're used to. By, I'm sure. By, yeah, at this point. Uh, the chase ends when the sheriff finally guns down the bank robber. In celebration, Bill and Ted do use their phone booth to retrieve musicians. They bring back Madonna, MC Hammer, the Blues Brothers, and Elvis. And they do have a final song and a bit of a, i guess maybe there's some dancing but they have the final song and it's a, a group rendition of shout and when it ends the house facade building falls around doc brown much like the host of fear factor now does these days that part of the set has always stayed the same so that is the first bill and ted wildly different than what we're used to not that different, really. I mean, they were still riffing on current event stuff and, and well, doing you know current movie stuff. And Yeah, you know what? It's funny you say that because I sit here and look at it and go, man, that stuff's old. I'm like, oh, it wasn't old in 92, dumbass. I didn't realize that when I said that. So, yeah, you're right. right. <laughs> and, and again, you know, one of the things that <clears throat> has become apparent to me as a really, really old fogey in the uh, tech industry is that the stuff that I'm working on right now it's very obvious to teenagers. Yes, like, right. Mm, duh. And when I was a teenager, this stuff was the things of dreams. Yeah, I know. Like, like nobody ever thought that phones could do what they could do because we were working on a plugged-in rotary line or plugged-in <laughs> line with a rotary yeah. dial. And for me specifically, I was on party lines. Oh, God. In Canada? Mm -hmm. Wow. And so, you know, when, when we're looking back this far, 
And you're saying, well, they weren't really doing a riffing on it. It's like, no, they totally were. I mean, I know, I know. That, I'm not considering how the, the year we're talking about. Yeah. Well, well, the year we're talking about, and then pop culture lasted a lot longer back oh, then. Oh, yeah, like, you're right. Yep. yep. The, the stuff was still relevant then, and it's all stuff that people would get. Yeah. Right. And yeah, now, right. nowadays, well, if it happened on the internet 20 minutes ago, everybody gets it now. Yeah. Right. I, I think that they've just evolved. They, I think this was the show they started with, um, and they've just done a really good job of evolving it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it kind of evolves and slides a little, and now I think it's back on an upswing. Absolutely, this year's was. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So that is really all my notes for the event. I'm surprised how much fewer detail I could find on this year than the first year, but still some good information. A lot of the details I did find makes me want to see this as much as all the other ones. The facts I have outside of the uh, marquee things for the event were the rides that were also open that weren't rethemed was the Fantastic World of Hanna-Barbera again, the Hitchcock Theater. Yeah. And the Ghostbusters show. I guess they didn't bother with the uh, murder she wrote this year. Oh, darn. Yeah, I know. Um, they had much heavier commercial coverage this year. Much heavier. Radio and TV ads and partnering with Pepsi once again. And the coupons that you had found a picture of on their two-liter bottles. Yep. Bottles had a huge Halloween Horror Nights logo on the back of the label with the coupon. Another collector's item. I Well, a two-liter bottle might be a little... That would probably get in the way. Maybe not. But the label I'd probably cut off. The label's maybe. pretty cool, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Reported budget for this year, for the entire event to build the attractions, put the makeup on everyone, get Ribosaurus in here and all the insurance and permits needed, totaled out to a $1 million event for the five nights. <laughs> That's not much. Well, I wonder what that is for inflation. Even if it was $12 million for inflation, like a buck a year or a million a year. Uh-uh. They're spending a lot more than $12 million these years. Oh, no, I agree. That is for sure. That's what I'm saying. Like, even if it's a factor of um, an order of magnitude a year, yeah, they're, that's a paltry budget. Well, this says, if this calculator is right, who knows? It's the first one I found on Google. That's the equivalent of $1.7 million this year, which is still not. Okay, so in those terms, it's not big. I expected to see like 20 I guess. I don't know. I don't understand inflation, apparently. Right. So, yeah, 1.7 is not much. And they still manage to do what they do with it. Right. Honestly, this is just really fun stuff. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what else? There's I got some more here. What do we got here? Oh, the, t this year, instead of six weeks, they went, they built, worked on a project for three months in between preparation and building. So double the time. Yeah. That is more the number I'd expect for something this size. Yeah. The uh, amount of characters hired this year was just over 300. Wow. That's, that's, uh, you know, if I'm basing my expectations on what I heard, still small. Still small. I could see. I'm trying to think. I bet you the Walking Dead house this year we saw alone had somewhere around 50 characters. So imagine in rotation. I know. That's probably like 500 people that rotate through that in a night. I don't know how the rotations work. I, I've heard there's only two rotations. Even at that, that's a hundred people from one house. That's still, yeah. yeah, that's, that's 300 is not that many compared to that number. No, I mean, they're working on basically 300 just on the, this, the scare zones. Alone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And I would imagine there's probably multiple nights 
I don't know. There might be not multiple night rotations. You might have to commit to every night. Who knows? I don't know. I'll find out as we go along. I don't know right now. Uh, if you didn't buy your ticket at the gate, you had to buy them through Ticketmaster. They hadn't had their own ticketing system yet. In fact, it'll be a while until they actually have their own ticketing system for this event. As a season ticket holder of a prominent NHL hockey team that uses Ticketmaster, fuck Ticketmaster. Uh huh. That's what I was wondering. I'm wondering how much more they paid on top of the ticket price. Because <clears throat> Ticketmaster sucks. Balls. <laughs> Uh, no classic Universal movie characters this year. No monsters this year. They stuck with the original themings that they did and licensed properties outside of that, particularly people under the stairs and Sam Raimi's Darkman for the, what was it, Terror Tramway of yeah. Doom. It sounded like a fun night. Yeah, it does. It does. You know, it's, it's like they, they had a lot of stuff going on, um, expanded a whole lot. I mean, from... Year one to year two, there was a giant expansion, mm-hmm. you know, and it sounds like a, just as much fun as we have. Now. <laughs> I know. Yep. I would have had a blast at this. There's no question. Absolutely. There's no question. And really, that is all I have. This is shorter coverage than our last one, but I, I reported everything I found. So that just leads us into our creative question of the episode. And this episode, it is based on the fact that they did have some licensed properties this year. They did have a house based after a movie. So with that, what property, and I'm not going to limit it to movie because I've done a lot of the movies. It's hard to pick one. Uh, But what property, movie, TV, comic, whatever, would you want to see converted into a house at Halloween Horror Nights? I think it's my turn to go first again. So... um Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, wait. Oh, uh, <laughs> I knew you were there. Somehow <laughs> um, I knew that. Somehow I knew that. <clears throat> um, so I already used Star Trek, which um, would, again, be fit right into this. But I also think that uh, I would go back to some of the comics. And one of my favorite comics is Preacher. Oh, and, okay. And I think that the whole southern area preacher stuff that they did with the the nazi queen and his family and the bayou and all that stuff i think you know doing the bayou stuff themed with that whole preacher uh mythos would be a really really cool house yeah you know our space of course has to make an uh, an appearance somewhere (laughs) but you know I, i just think there's enough spooky stuff that it would be really really cool yeah I went the movie route because we had this brief discussion in our last episode that comedy and horror plays so well, and they've done comedy inside horror several times in things we've seen in Halloween Horror Nights, and I know they can pull it off. I think a property right for picking for a house would be Zombieland. Oh, shit. Yeah. And a room dedicated to Bill Murray's house. Well, uh- Absolutely, and a room <laughs> dedicated to all the first four rules. Yeah, right. Oh, like, yeah. Like just walking into rule number one, yep. bam, 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 right? Like yep. rule number two, bam, bam, bam. That would be freaking cool. I'm not even particularly a big fan of this movie. I enjoyed parts of it. I, I don't. Th- I've never seen it more than once, but thinking was, of this as a house is like, oh, that could work. I, I enjoyed that movie enough that I've watched it a couple of times, and I'll watch it more times just because um, – I don't know. It was it was one of those things that just kind of got me in a a uh, 
what's his name? Peg. Uh, Simon, Simon Peg. Peg. Yeah. It got me in a Simon Peg way. Sort of like, this is just so outlandish and out of this sort of realm of what I'm expecting that this just works so well for me that I laughed a lot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was Woody Harrelson's best role uh, since Cheers. I did like him. I did like him a lot in this. That is true. Yeah, he was. He made that movie. There's got to be some kind of Twinkie thing in the final room. Oh, <laughs> no. They just hand you a Twinkie. Oh, as God, you walk right? Out. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone gets a Twinkie as they walk out. That that would be perfect. That right? would be. Like, you survived this house. Here's your Twinkie. Here's your Twinkie. That'd be <laughs> fucking awesome. I mean, I would keep that Twinkie on my shelf yeah, right? for like eons and eons. And you know what? Like 30 years later, when I decided I was hungry enough, I could open it and it would be just as fresh yeah, as when it was right. packaged. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that is that wraps up this episode. I feel like I uh, there's there's more out there to learn. I just don't have it yet. Hope there is. Anyone listening, if you have something to add to it, please let us know, and we will bring it up in a future episode. And you can drop us an email through our website. I'm amazed at how much you've dug up on oh, all well, these old ones. Yeah, it's been yeah, it's been a lot of fun and. uh yeah, because yeah, people, people that have been with this for since the beginning are very as passionate as we are, probably more so, honestly, oh, I'm sure. than we are, and and are are very uh, uh, what's the word generous in sharing information. So thanks to them for preserving this and and keeping it out there, and hopefully we can add a part to that with this show now as well. Hopefully, and and you know any feedback that we get, we will put on the future shows. Yes, and yep. Just you know get a get a hold of us. Uh, Matt's got a spiel that he'll tell you how to get a hold of us, but yeah, get a hold of us. Let us know. Yep. I'll give that spiel now real quick. You can, uh, drop by our site at neozaz.com and fill out our contact form there. You can find us on Facebook and Neos or Facebook, sorry, Facebook and Twitter under Neozaz as well. You can send us some information there. And again, like Quinn said, we'd love to hear it and we will certainly share it. And that is it. That is all I got. So next episode, we will move on to 1993. And we got another change on the name. Now we are somehow in the third annual Universal Florida Halloween Horror Nights. I won't even, I won't even get into the argument of how that doesn't work if you were to be a real stickler on the names. I will just say... <laughs> It's the Cover. third annual Universal Studios Florida Halloween Horror Nights. It is. That's all yes. it is. All right. Now we will be back with that episode and talk a lot more about it then. Thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is a Neozaz Internet Entertainment production. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at neozaz.com. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Universal Studios Florida. All Halloween Horror Nights properties, icons, titles, events, and related items are property, trademark, and copyright Universal Studios or their respective trademark and copyright holders. For more Halloween Horror Nights coverage, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and follow our Twitter account at newsaz. To help support the series and all the work we do at Neozaz, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Thanks for listening. <laughs>